Good morning. What a lovely day just to continue our series with our ears close to the Holy Spirit. It is the the second part of our new nature that we're going to continue today in this Hannes Gestein speaking. And I hope that uh, in the few lessons that we have done that you already grasped the new nature, the spirit within us, the new man that was born, because this is our foundation where we start. This is our foundation that will not be shaken even in a world that is shaken at the moment because the Lord promised that everything will be shaken and this morning we continue. And one of the keys to walking in the Spirit is to understand the glory of the new, the born-again nature that you have been given in Christ. The new nature is Christ in you, a perfect, righteous and holy nature in the image of God that is incapable of sin. 1 John 3.9 says, Everyone who has been born of God does not sin because his seed remains in him. That is Jesus' seed that remains in us. He is not able to sin because he has been born of God. John 3 verse 3 to 8 says, Jesus answered and said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a man is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a man is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The Spirit breathes where he desires and you hear his voice but you do not know from where he comes and where he goes so is everyone who is born of the spirit the old nature the old man the flesh these are capable of sin but your new nature does not sin your new nature is god's nature it is god's seed within you since god does not sin nor does he desire to sin so your new nature does not desire to sin either. So then why do Christians sin? Because of the flesh. The flesh is the temporary home where sin dwells and it is a rebellion against God. The old nature, part of you, wants to serve the flesh and the new nature, part of you, wants to serve God. We find that there are two births, a natural birth that is in Adam and the spiritual birth that is in Christ. The Bible contrasts these born of women with those in the kingdom of God, Luke 7, 28 and Matthew 11, verse 11 to 13, and those born of the flesh and with those of the spirit, John 1, verse 13 and John 3, verse 6. Part of you was born of the flesh. This was your first birth and results in the old fallible nature that results in death. You do not have to teach a child how to lie or how to be jealous of its brother or how to eat another child. The child naturally has rage, anger, jealousy and strife bold in as part of the old Adamic nature. The flesh is bad from birth and the flesh nature in its purest form wants every impulse gratified right now. The old nature is very persistent and cunning 
Some people naively think it can be educated into holiness, however, it can only be crucified. Another part of you, if you are a Christian, is born again by the living word of God. When this happened, you were given eternal life and a new eternal nature was created within you. This new eternal nature is born of God and it is the true you. This is being born of the Spirit. The person you see in the mirror is not the true eternal you. The person in the mirror is a mixture of the temporary passing away self, centered around your body, and your true eternal self centered around your spirit. You can think of it this way. If a Christian dies, then he or she immediately sets the body and goes to be with Jesus and loses any further desire or capacity for sin. You lose the sin nature when you die. It is not a permanent part of you. Sin is a temporary intrusion in the real life of the Christian. If you are truly born again, you love righteousness, hate wickedness and feel anguished by any sin that you commit. On the other hand, if you do not love righteousness and hate wickedness or feel discomfort when you sin, then you have not repented of sin and are not born again. Paul says some very remarkable thing in Romans chapter 7, verse 15 to 17. For that which I do, I know not. For what I desire, that I do not do. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do that which I do not desire, I consent to the law that is in good. But now it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwells in me. Romans 7.20 says, But if I do what I do not desire, it is no more I working out, but sin dwelling in me. Paul says that it is no more I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. What does he mean by this? Paul, Paul's true self, his eternal self serves God, loves the law and agrees with everything that is holy, righteous and good. Romans 7 verse 14 to 25. On the other hand, he gets caught up in all kinds of lust and covetousness. Romans 7 verse 5 to 10. Paul separates himself from his sin. Paul agreed that his sin but that his sin is being committed by something other than Paul. The sin is being committed not by eternal Paul, but by sin that dwells in him. Now if I am speeding on the freeway and I get pulled over and I try to tell the police officer that it was not me sinning, but sin that dwells within me, then I think she would just double the ticket. But amazing as it may seem, this is the literal spiritual truth. When you sin, it is not the true you who sin, but rather it is sin dwelling in you. That is in your flesh. Romans 7 verse 17 to 25 says, But now it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwells no good thing. For, for the world is present with me. But how to perform that which is good I do not find. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind 
and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, being in my members. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. So Paul finds himself serving the law of God with his mind and the law of sin with his flesh, but the word myself only appears on one side of the equation. I myself serve the law of God, the true new nature of the Christian, the person you will be forever in heaven, the person you must truly want to be in God. That person serves the law of God. The new nature does not have to become sinless. It is sinless. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory. It is born of the Spirit. It is born of the Word of God. It is born of God. It cannot sin, nor does it ever even desire to sin. No, not the least little bit. Your new nature loves the law of God, the righteousness of God, and everything about God. When you sin, it is not your new nature that is in control. You sin because you give in to the flesh or to the old nature. You sin because you do not crucify the old man. You sin because you do not walk in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit, when put in control, simply will not let you sin. He will squeeze the flesh and stop the impulse from fully reach fruition. Galatians 5 verse 16 to 18 says, Then walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another. Lest whatever you may will, these things you do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The Bible asks us to walk worthy of our new nature, we have a higher calling and are to set our minds on higher things, Philippians 4, 8, and on the Spirit, Romans 8, 4, verse 4 to 6. As we set our mind on the Spirit, we reap life and peace. I end with Ephesians 4, verse 1 to 3. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, receive you that you walk worthy of the calling with which you are called with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering for bearing the one another in love, enduring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. That concludes our lesson for today. Remember to give some feedback, and if there's any questions, I'll promise to answer as quick as I can. Have a great day. Amen.